how are you, Houston? That's I'm I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm still locked down as you are. Um, yeah, it's been a pain in the ass. The Premier Gladys Barrett Jacqueline's pissed me off, and the Queensland Premier. You know, the Queensland Premier pissed off to Tokyo, and Gladys got caught without a face mask. <laughs> well, in the, there's one rule for for some of us, and one rule one rule for another others of us. You know. So anyway. What can you say? And I got um, vaccinated. I got the AstraZeneca. Good, good. Both or just the first jab? Just the first. Second jab's um, in September. I'm still here. Not too far away. Not too far away. <laughs> I'm um, I'm fully vaccinated. Good on you. I even have my little slip from uh, my gov, um, which is quite cool mm-hmm. to have something as. Uh, as as official as that, saying I'm I'm not COVID is not allowed to make me sick anymore. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome. What it means, isn't, it? isn't that what it means? <laughs> <laughs> not allowed to. It's, it's against the law. Yeah, this COVID shot. Do you think we're going to have to get a booster? I hope not. I hope not. But you know, we had to get boosters of um, other things when I was a kid. We had. Um, other types of shots of, of various sorts mm. and there was always a booster involved somewhere um mainly the kids because you couldn't give a kid a full strength one because it would kill them mm. but um you know if 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 all it does is is you know make you get sick but you don't get very ill or you mm. don't get hospitalized and you don't die then probably a booster shot's not necessary um, but that's that's me talking as I'd rather somebody like yourself got at least something going mm. uh, rather than me take three so that I didn't have to cough and sneeze for a while. Yeah, look, uh, I feel this is population control because the government wants you to check in everywhere, like even in the toilets in Market Fair, Campbelltown. It's like, fuck that. I'm not checking in to go to the toilet. Um, I hadn't. I've never been asked to check in to go to the toilet. I have to do it. So it would be, I'm sure there is the scope for it to be controlled, but one of these things, yeah, you're still tracked. You're still <laughs> far more controlled exactly. than you are uh, with either a microchip in your, in your virus or, <laughs> You know, it's <coughs> it, people don't realize that we are constantly under observation as it is. Um, there are CCTV cameras everywhere. There are uh, chips in all of our phones that you can, you know, the, the same thing that, that allows you to be tracked allows you to find your phone if you lose it. And, um, you know, I, I think wailing about extra population control or population monitoring when in fact they know where you are all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's just getting annoying because like, if I want to go sit at a coffee shop, I have to check in. Like yeah. I just want to enjoy my coffee and sit. Yeah. But well, that's fine. But we don't go into coffee shops. I know. We take away. Yeah. Even um, for takeaway Houston, they still want you to check in. 
Sure, because you're going to be in contact, close contact with someone. Um, but I think it's a it's a small price to pay for 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 avoiding being intubated mm. and having a a ventilation tube shoved down your throat in between your vocal cords mm. uh, and down into your into your windpipe. Exactly. And it's just getting annoying. That's all. And I, I just want COVID to stop. Well, unfortunately, as the saying goes, if wishes were beggars, no, if horses were wishes, beggars would ride. Uh, we can't can't make it away by, we can't wish it away. We can't want it away. Mm. We've got to fight it. Um, we fight it with the tools that we have, the best ones that we know of. There are better ones that come along and then we use those. But for me, the best tools are isolation and vaccination. Mm. Those are the two things that seem to control it. We've had the same strain of outbreak here in Victoria with a much harsher lockdown. Um, and today we haven't gone, you know, today was 20 again, 20 years. Yeah. Uh, 20 yesterday, 11 the day before, 11 the day before that. It hasn't been ramping up the way it did in New South Wales. There was a young uh, fella my age in Liverpool who died of, of the Delta strain. Yes, he was in his 20s. He died at home. Yeah. Mm, shit. And, you know, that hasn't happened here. They were, they were bouncing up and down here about last year, about Victoria. Um, that's when, when Scott Morrison said things like New South Wales was the gold standard because it hadn't shut down. Mm. Um, now, with, with this, with a bigger challenge, that gold is devaluative. I don't know what today's numbers are in New South Wales, but um, they're certainly encouraging, but not maybe not encouraging, but certainly not discouraging. Well, uh, we have to wear face masks, and I've seen people not wearing face masks. They're stupid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they do that um, in Victoria? Oh, yeah. People are wearing it quite, quite a lot. They're wearing them quite a lot. Police aren't enforcing it in my local area. Because mm-hmm. people are walking outside with no mask. Well, is your what's your local area? It's like, you know, uh sort of semi-rural. What's the what's the name of it? Uh you know, it's you know, near Badgeries Creek. Right. Bringelli. That's where I yeah, am. Yeah, Bringelli. Well, see, that's not in that's not in the hard lockdown area. Because mm. Sydney isn't isn't a Sydney wide lockdown, oh. right? It's only really hard lockdown in Canterbury, Baxter, and out around, around Penrith. Yeah, but you, I don't think you're involved. That's why police aren't going to do that for you. We still um, got to wear masks going to the local shop and the doctor surgery. Yeah, we still got to check in. But yeah, the, I see the cops hanging or driving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're looking for people who are, you know, flaunting the actual regulations for that local government area. Mm. Melbourne is just one hundred percent like it is in Canterbury Bankstown. You know, um, the rural Victoria, um, the restrictions eased today. I think. Yeah, they today. Like um, Gladys has pissed me off the- because she she closed down all the barbers and I can't get a haircut. Yeah. But the first yeah, lockdown, all the barbers were open. Why would she do that? Well, 
um, when you think about what a hairdresser does is actually very close to you. Mm. They get very close to you. They have, they touch you, they mm. touch areas that could be infectious. Uh, and if your hair, hairdresser would be one very easy way for the virus to spread. Do they Any put masks and gloves on Houston? Not when, not when they're working. Mm. Um, as far as I know, they, they, they shut down here. Oh. But when you think, you know, the difference between not being able to get your hair cut, as I say, and lying on your back with a tube in your mouth, mm. down your throat, I'll, I'll take a bit of long hair, thanks. Um, <laughs> and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with long hair as long as you wash it. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think we, 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 we are so accustomed, especially this generation and the generation before, are so accustomed to living very healthy lives mm. and with a great deal of freedom that when something like this comes along and it's very easy to make the argument that wearing masks and checking in and so on are, are all eroding your freedoms. Mm. The thing is, you don't remember what it might have been like three generations ago. So when I was growing up as a kid, before the age of five, I had rubella, measles, mm -hmm. mumps, and gastro, plus a number of other childhood and lots of tonsillitis. Shit. Right. So that was all by the age of five. Mm -hmm. When I turned six was the year that they brought out vaccinations for rubella, um, me measles, German measles, mm -hmm. and mumps. And the, those vaccinations hit in 1968. Mm. Um, I would say each one of those diseases has left its mark on me in some way. Um, and they were extremely unpleasant. But I had a lot, and I was not the only one. Mm. You would just accept the academic, epidemic going through the school. And that was it. It was just accepted. But I don't remember large numbers of people protesting when the vaccines came out. Yeah, anti-vaxxers. I don't get that. Well, I don't get it either because they 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 seem to think that vaccines cause when well, the, the old old thing was that vaccines cause autism. Mm. It was autism well before vaccines, and the fact that we've broadened the definition of what autism is in the last ten to fifteen years, and we're getting much better at diagnosing it, mm. doesn't seem to register with them. It seems to be you know oh, vaccines cause it. And uh, the, the fact is they don't. I've, I've been vaccinated many times. And I'm what you call the opposite of autistic. Um, <laughs> when I test, when I test, I actually did an autism test a while back. I've got it actually. And, oh, I, I don't, I don't hold it against you. Don't worry. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but the thing is, I don't. <laughs> and this test showed that absolutely no traces of autism at all, except perhaps an obsession with something that I really love, which is only one symptom. And many of us have that. Mm. Um, but everything else, I was really on the far end of the spectrum to autism. Um, 
and yet I've I've had every vaccine you could possibly imagine, mm. uh, including COVID. No, look, I've I've had a few like I've had a few guests on the show who who chose not to vaccinate their kids. I mean, that's their choice. I'm not going to judge them for that. You know, I mean, if people don't want to take it, that's your choice. You know. Mm. Well, the thing is, the reason they can make that choice mm. is because you don't hear about people in this country getting measles, mumps, or rubella anymore mm. because of the vaccines. Um, I mean, I don't know how many of them, if you ask them, would, would have their daughters vaccinated against cervical cancer. Mm. But that's a vaccine. Because about 60%, I think it's either 60% or somewhere around 60% of cervical cancer cases are viral. And could be the, the, the amount of cervical cancer drop in the last few years since the vaccine came out mm. has been extraordinary to watch girls not being diagnosed with cervical cancer, mm. which is potentially Dangerous, uh, fatal, I should say. Oh, it is, Houston. Um, but yeah, a, a vaccine stops it. If you ask, you ask them, would you have your daughters vaccinated against um, cervical cancer? Mm. I wonder what the answer would be. Um, this current vaccine, about the only the only argument that in any way holds water. And it's a very small amount of water. Is that it came into being very quickly? Mm. That's what was uh, my concern uh, when I went to get mm. my shot. I said, "Look, I'm I'm afraid that I'm going to have side effects because it's been one year, and I have every right to be concerned." Yeah, yeah, but the side effects were very minor. I'm sure they were. I just had a bit of a headache sort of muscle muscle aches well you get that with most vaccines back um, a muscle ache leg cramp i don't know i had cramp in my legs but i'm fine that may have been totally unrelated <laughs> nah you know, you don't know if that's the same um this, this covid 19's affected the music industry film industry creative arts because it's like it has indeed all form of all form of artistic expression has been slopped, slapped around. Yeah, um, we don't have our gigs anywhere, anywhere near as much. We, we during the long lockdowns, people were able to uh, um, adapt and do online stuff. It's not the same on Zoom, really Houston. Same. It's not really the same. But anyway, um, other than that, Har uh, the thing with Harvey Weinstein came up. You heard of Harvey Weinstein? Whoa. Oh yeah. Why would someone like that want to do that to women? That's just sad. Uh, I think the word power comes to mind. Mm -hmm. um, that it's it's a way of expressing your power or gaining power that you don't think you have. Mm -hmm. Which is a bit odd because Weinstein is one of the sort of top movie producers mm. um, and has a lot of power. But he wanted more. He wanted personal power over people. So especially over women. Yeah. Well, that's that's because he's probably not particularly confident about around women. And um 
believes that they probably need to be subjugated to him. You know? I don't know. I, the fact that we can say, we can actually say, Stephen, mm. why on earth would you do that is a good sign that, because it shows you're not going to do it because you have no clue why anyone would do it. Um, with, with, with people like Weinstein and even Mario Cuomo just the other day, who is now resigned as governor of New York, or Rolf Harris or Charles yeah. and Bill Cosby. They want power. Well, was Bill Cosby innocent? Because they, they let him go. He was squashed. His, his, his thing was overturned on a technicality, I think. Hmm. Um, but his career is finished. Yeah. You know. So Bill Cosby went to jail? Yes, he did. Yeah. Um, and it was overturned just recently on appeal. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean to say he didn't do it because it was a, an appeal on process, not on the actual lack of evidence or anything like that. So, you know, but those people do it for, for reasons of acquiring power, particularly power over women. That means that they're not particularly strong in their own manhood and their own personhood. This shit's been like going that. on in Hollywood for years. Yep, and finally, you know, people have been brave enough to speak up about it. I think good. Brad Pitt uh, spoke up, but there was a few actors early came forward, but then they sacked them. They said, oh, well, you're not going to work ever again in this. Exactly, movie. and they were blacklisted, yeah. But so that's where the people who were brave enough to to um, to come forward were certainly really, really worth their salt. Um. Yeah, um, I, I think there's a there's a great deal of bravery that we must remember. These people were were um, were were just displaying the Me Too movement and, and and what came forward, and and also the the guys who say things like not all guys are like that, not all men, and, and that's sort of like avoiding the issue mm. um it sounds like a it sounds like a reasonable argument until you start to unpack it a wee bit well quentin tarantino was on the joe rogan podcast and he knew all about it all the industry mm. knew about harvey weinstein doing that shit oh yeah why they yeah. keep quiet uh, except brad pitt came forward but brad pitt's got his own they came they kept quiet because they didn't want to upset the apple cart Mm. Have you yeah. been to Hollywood? Yeah, it's a rubbish dump. I've been mm. there. It's it's not everything it's it's cracked up to be. I mean, it never was a particularly salubrious area. Mm. Um, um, it, it it's say not a particularly salubrious area, mm. but. It, it wasn't in the 20s and 30s either. So it's um, always been like that. It's always been like side. Had its seedy side. Because it's, when you put so much money uh, together mm. and so much lack of sense, I suppose, um, then you're going to end up getting that kind of seedy, corrupt, power-hungry mm sort of person 
And that, that's going to be not only then the kind of people that you associate with, but it's the kind of activities that are going to go around, around you. Um, and all the things that lots of money attracts, such as prostitution, drugs, vice, all sorts of things. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, the big sign is is a little bit, it looks a little bit droopy now, a big Hollywood sign in the hills. But there's some parts of it that are extremely nice up in the hills. And you look down and you think, wow, imagine the millions that it costs to run that place. And she'd be right. <laughs> We're talking about millions of dollars to buy them. And keep, I wouldn't them. look if I, I wouldn't live in Hollywood or LA. I'd live in Texas or Arizona. Why? Why? Ah, uh, just desert. It's in the countryside, and LA is just too too many yeah, arrogant people. I found that's when I was there, and it's yeah, it's not not as glamorous as what they make it out to be. Not far from the desert, though. Mm. <laughs> has a desert climate. You go over the hills, and that you're in California has deserts too. Yeah. I'm just not entirely sure you'd be happy in either Arizona or, or Texas because they're kind of both but kind of both redneck states. <laughs> <laughs> what about Area 51? <laughs> well, that's in Nevada. <laughs> I don't know whose electorate that's in. Um, Do you think I don't know. I don't know if that congressperson is um, either male or female. Or <laughs> is it an alien? Aryan embassy, the Martian embassy. Well, the Martian embassy is uh, the Martian embassy is in Canberra. Um, when you have a chance, or any of your listeners and viewers might want to look at the National Film and Sound Archive headquarters mm. in Canberra, and uh, the locals refer to it as the Martian embassy. And once you see the the academy, you'll understand why. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> was it true? It looks, like Bill... a on, looks like a flying saucer on about eight legs. Was it true? Bill Clinton was sleeping with two alien women. <laughs> I'm not sure where you get your information from, but uh, <laughs> even if I knew, I probably couldn't tell you. He was always high on weed all the time. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't recall that. <laughs> 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 you know, like when he denied the affair with Monica Lewinsky, but then a couple of weeks later he said he had an affair. I don't get that. You either did or you didn't. He did. Well, you see it. You see it in politics all the time. Deny and deny and deny until you can't deny it anymore. Mm. Same thing happened with Mario Cuomo just today. The same thing's happening. Uh, yeah, die, I have no sexual harassment. No sexual harassment. No, no. Out comes an independent report said, yeah, the sexual harassment everywhere. Oh, I resign. <laughs> um, <laughs> deny until, they deny until they can't deny anymore. Mm. Uh, the best person at it was Trump. He's still at it. He's still doing it. Mm -hmm. Second best, best person is uh, our own ScoMo. And Gladys is not too bad at it either. Today in the, yesterday or today in a press conference, she said, I didn't say that. I've never said that, whatever it was. And then in the next breath, she says it. Mm. Well, it Queen, just... the Queensland Premier is denying shit too. Mm, such as? 
I will like, why would she want to go to Tokyo? I don't know. I think she was forced to, wasn't she? There was a that she spend the time back in quarantine. You see, our our politicians are just acting like school kids, both the Labour and the Liberal government, Houston, Mm -hmm. blaming each other, bitching, moaning. What's going on? I haven't noticed too much of that from Andrews yet. Mm. Uh, He's actually under quite a lot of hostile pressure mm. and a lot of a lot of attention has been given to the way he handles he's handling the the pressure from new south wales particularly very particularly because she said quite a number of nasty things last year when victoria was locked down mm. she's at it again although not as bad and he's refusing to rise to the bait which is all right as far as i'm concerned mm. Uh, it's it's just a he said she said dr phil was saying at the start of the pandemic uh both the democrats and the republicans were just going to blame each other for for this dr who sorry dr phil oh dr phil yeah he was more more concerned about what this virus would do to the mental health oh yeah i think that's that's something that has has been a reluctant inclusion mm. in the thought processes of some people. It's tagged along at the end. But you know, when you're used to being around people and you're an extroverted person who picks up vibes from everybody and really and really enjoys being around other people, this situation is really bad. It's really quite intolerable. Mm. You have to work out ways of replacing that energy that you get from other people, um, Skyping and Zooming, for example, and Facebook Messenger, mm. are both, oh, sorry, all three of those are all terrific ways to do that. But it must be an introvert's paradox. <laughs> oh, it is. Like all this technology, like um, I've, I'm just going to, I've started just taking a break. Like yesterday, I just had a day off, Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm getting, I should have. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting fed up with these Zoom, like Zoom concerts, rehearsals. It's just, it's shit. Yeah, you do get a bit tired of it. Um, I do, I do agree with you. Mm. Uh, oh no, no, don't get me wrong. But if it's the only way you're going to make a living for a while, and it isn't, it isn't permanent. Mm. There will be. This is going to. This is. Uh, even three to five years is still temporary. It's not short, but it's still temporary. Mm. You know. um, usually about this time of day, I, start, I usually start to fade at 10, 11 o'clock in the daytime. And it's just because you know, I spent the morning doing this you know, on, on a computer and, and not really getting out to get some fresh air. And that's when I stopped that. Oh, I must get out now. Are you getting sunlight? Uh, are you you getting out for an hour a day, or can oh, you yeah. go out? I go out as long as I wear my mask. Yeah, I like because uh, in, in in New South Wales they only say you could leave for an hour. Yeah, but even then, that's not the whole of the city, is it? No, because you're allowed to do more than that where you are. I choose not to because we got about five odd acres at our place and I exercise at home. So how many acres? Five about five. 
Uh, you, you had no pro problems with social distancing. <laughs> <laughs> Go out and sit in the middle of the field. <laughs> exactly. No, but it's what it is, you know. It's all these rule changes coming in. No one says anything, Houston. Well, they expect you to find it all online. Mm. Um, here they have a, a daily briefing, if you like, summary, which gets mobile sent to everybody's mobile. Mm. So they make a fair amount of attempt to keep you involved. Mm. Or keep you informed. <laughs> I think it's it, it varies from state to state. I think, and that's a strength and a weakness because it's a strength because you can reach more people that way. It's a weakness when you don't really have a national plan, mm. and they don't. There's no national vision for how we we do this. At least not yet, as to how we. We, we fight this because that's really what we have to do. Exactly. You know, how, how are you keeping with your mental health? Um, I think it's fine. What about you? Yeah, I yeah. think it's fine too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> no, it's, it, I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to joke there too much. No, I, I'm so far so good. I mean, I've got friends that I keep in plenty close contact with. Um, I do manage to get out and about into the community. Mm -hmm. Just bought myself a whole box of new mat of new face masks. Nice. Um, Where'd you buy them from, Houston? Um, a local uh, pharmacy. Are they good? Because I find the uh, these ones they're they're shit. They just fall off when you talk. They shouldn't. You need one of these. These are what we wear in the RFS. Yeah. I wear that. Yeah, I've got those too, but the, the ones that you've got there in your left hand. Yeah. You say they fall off when you talk? This one. Mm. Have you molded the have you molded the top bit to your nose? Yeah, they just and my glasses fog up as well. Your glasses will fog up. That's there is I, a there is an I, angle at which you can you can put it and then it won't happen. I'd rather pay more money for something you wear in the rural fire service. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but is that is that um, fine enough not to, I mean, it's fine enough to let uh, smoke and ash keep that out, but what about microscopic stuff? Yeah, I've worn it. But that's just what I'm saying. The cloth ones you wear, they're just uncomfortable. You know that. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think I think for me the 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 mask has as it's twofold. There's actually not so much to stop you from getting it, it's to stop you from spreading it. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's um. That's yeah. Uh, but it, it somebody explained it rather nicely the other day. Let's say you, you're standing next to a friend and both of you are naked mm. and your friend really has to pee mm -hmm. and pees at you. You get wet. Mm -hmm. Your friend, 
the following day, you decide to wear pants to this meeting with your friend. Mm -hmm. Sure enough, your friend needs to pee again. But this time you're wearing trousers. <laughs> and whilst you, whilst you are partially protected, yes, some of it gets through, but mm. it's not quite as bad. Following day, you're going to meet again, but you insist that you'll only meet again if your friend wears trousers. Mm. So you're both wearing trousers, <laughs> and sure enough, halfway through the meeting, the friend has to pee. <laughs> and it all goes down the inside of his trousers. <laughs> exactly. You're totally protected. <laughs> that is wearing a mask. <laughs> So you're when I, you're both wearing trousers, that's when you're both wearing masks. But there's quality over quantity too. I prefer to pay for like a peak two. You're buying the hardware. That's quality. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> but um, $4.95 for a box of 100 though. <laughs> See, you can always double mask. The surgeons, they, they wear like a tie-on one. They've got like different quality, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cloth one, I think. It's expensive, but, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably a bit more expensive. But, you know, they're trying to make sure that they don't breathe on their patients. Mm. I mean, dentists have been wearing them for years. They still do. Dentists? Yeah. Dentists, mm. nurses. Oh, dentist. Yeah, dentist. I thought you said dentist. Dentist. <laughs> I'm trying to wreck in my brain thinking, who is Dennis? <laughs> A dentist. Somebody I should have known. <laughs> yeah. Earth, what are you talking about? Um, I have a friend who, <laughs> I, at least one friend who who talks in her sleep, and I've I've heard, I've never heard it, so never been there when she's done it. Mm. But uh, yeah, talks in her sleep and then sleep talks before and it's, and it's total nonsense. Mm. And um, my father used to talk in his sleep as well, but he couldn't understand a word he said. <laughs> yeah, because it was um, high pitched, high pitched thing on fast forward. Yeah, that's what he'd do when he was sleeping. It was um. Yeah, it was quite entertaining, actually. <laughs> the problem is you could hear it from two rooms away, so it was pretty loud. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a mother through it, to be honest. Was this in your apartment? <laughs> no, it was at their house. Oh, okay. My father's been gone a couple of years now. Um, and my mother's been gone over 20 years. Yeah. So this was well before that. You say that <laughs> you seen that pandemic special on South Park? <laughs> no. Oh, you gotta I've gotta check it out. They took the piss out of the old face mask and people not wearing them properly and social distancing with Cartman cut. You know, that was mm. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> you know Donald Trump as well he's been on it he's Mr. Garrison <laughs> he is to blame for a great deal of the dysfunction within the political systems around yeah. the world 
Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know, he's one of those. He's one of those things that says, you know, when when a, when you throw a stone in a pond, the ripples will spread. He's not much been a stone as a huge rock. Mm. And there's been several ricochets of that rock. Uh, and the, the ripples are still quite strong and spreading outwards still. Yeah. And that's... Um, you know, he's been on o- Oprah Winfrey. I think it was back in the 80s or something. He was on Oprah. Oh, yeah. Back when he was human. Or didn't realise he was a lizard. <laughs> a reptilian. Have you heard of reptilian people? I have. <laughs> not outside science fiction. <laughs> what, what about a chupacabra? You heard of that? <laughs> no. Unless they're dressed like Donald Trump. <laughs> Have you seen any UFOs? When I was about six or seven. Yeah, no, serious. You seen them? We did see. We did see someone. We did see something. Shit! Uh, what happened? In the backyard, and uh, it was myself, my sister, and two or three, two or three friends. Mm. And we all were, we all were looking at the sky, and there was this white outline of a parallelogram. Mm. Like the old-fashioned envelope with the lid up. So it was, a, it was that shape. Yeah. And it was moving slowly across the sky. Mm-hmm. And when you looked at it through binoculars, there, there were rainbow-type trails coming from it, rainbow-colored trails. So we rang the weather bureau, and they said, oh, it's probably a weather balloon. <laughs> a balloon. Yeah, enormous weather balloon because it looked a long way up. It took all day to get across the sky. All day? Yeah, it took ages. It seemed that way when we were kids. <laughs> so that was my, I, I call that my UFO sighting. It's probably been an FO or an IFO, identified flying objects <clears> since then. But uh, I've never seen anything reported like it since. I've actually heard of uh, men in black just showing up to random people's houses saying, oh, did you see an alien? And uh, mm. if so, oh, you got to keep quiet. Like if two men in black came to your door, Houston, said if you saw aliens, how would you feel? Did I? Oh, cool. <laughs> then, they'd wipe, then they'd wipe my memory, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, it's like Area 51. If you try to go to Area 51, they, they spy on you. Yep. But then why would you want to go to Area 51? Just to see if there's any aliens. Is it going to change your life? Yeah, I'll do a podcast with it. <laughs> I did. How would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it on Zoom. <laughs> No, those guys have got no zoom left in them. <laughs> Apparently, in outer space, they've got all this technology. And um, no, there's been a lot of hoaxes. The Nazis tried to build UFOs, you know that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. 
Yeah, they they tried to. They did, they did build flying bombs, but well, I don't know about their UFO program. Ah, oh, they would have. They did it all in yeah, secret secrecy. Everything secret. Area fifty one secret. You know. Clearly, it didn't stay a secret for long. Well, Bob Lazar, who who worked at Area Fifty One, came forward on Joe Rogan's podcast, said there's aliens, and they're reverse engineering UFO spare parts, like the U two spy plane. That's that's an interesting engineering. Mm. Yeah, I I don't know what, why he would say that. Really, mm. they they probably he probably thinks he's safe enough to say because he can't be touched. Mm-hmm. Or it's safe enough to say because he's just a right, crazy old man. Mm. And uh, oh, people have photoshopped this stuff, Houston. They say it's real. Mm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Um, if it is or not, mm-hmm. just realize I need to quickly check my blood sugar level. <laughs> yep. All right, um, I thought we'll end the end the podcast now, but you know, thanks for coming on today's show. That's all right. My great pleasure. show. Great show with you, Houston. So Bit what are chat. you what are you working on with your music uh, before we um, wrap it up? Right now a, a a string a piece for string quartet and string orchestra. Nice. That is due for a premiere in Chile next year. Awesome. Gotta finish it first. <laughs> yeah. Um after that, probably another string orchestra piece, actually. Um, I've got to finish a concerto for bass flute and string orchestra. Good on you. Halfway through it. And uh, I put it down to do other things, but I need to put it back mm. up again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so uh, there's always something to work on. Exactly. 